I'm Rebecca Alley, and this is The Weekly. Thank you all for joining us for another week. Our guest today is Cara Romano, the Executive Director of Heart of Ellsworth, a local nonprofit organization whose mission is in part to, quote, provide a vibrant community for all residents, businesses, nonprofit organizations, and local government. The organization puts together countless activities, like the recent Meet the Candidates Forum, a nonpartisan partnership with the Ellsworth American that introduced city council candidates to Ellsworth voters, and the upcoming Cider and Cheese Festival. That two-day event runs November 12th and 13th and includes a virtual tasting, in-person market, and talk about the history of cider. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having us. So we will talk all things cider and cheese, but to start, I want to highlight that Heart of Ellsworth is often working on many projects and programs at once. And uh, like I mentioned a moment ago, those activities range from these fun social festivals and events uh, to things that get the community engaged in its municipal government. And so to some, those may seem unrelated or even opposing facets of a community. But can you talk about how those different aspects come together to facilitate what Heart of Ellsworth calls a vibrant community? Sure. Um, As a huge part of our mission statement, um, maybe even foundational portion of our mission statement that you outlined, um, we really look to engage citizens in and residents uh, into the community that they that they live in, that they work in, and that in some cases they even recreate in. And so, our focus main focus is the uh, downtown district, um, which includes the vibrant Union River, um, along with many of the different green spaces that we have um, here in downtown Ellsworth, but. It also, we really like to focus on the people because community and downtown is all about the people, whether you're talking about the people who live here, like I said earlier, the people that come to visit each day or the people who are conducting business here in the downtown. And with people, um, everything sort of becomes a focus of what they're, what they care about, what they deeply are passionate about and what they think is important um, in their community. And so in the scope of sort of wanting to make sure that we're hitting all facets of our mission statement, um, we really deeply care about the creative community. Um, We care about the environment. We care about the historic aspect of downtown Ellsworth, um, as well as current issues that face our community. And it's great how a lot of the time those, they can all blend together, like events can incorporate all of those different parts of a community. Yeah, they do. They all really intersect. And as you stated earlier, it seems like sometimes maybe things are don't really hit the downtown community that we might be working on. Um, but there are always reasons and ways that every single thing that we do, we do connects back to our mission statement, which is sort of the foundation of any organization. But one thing, one little known fact that a lot of people may have either forgotten or maybe they will newly discover on this podcast is, is that our mission statement and our organization was 100% built on the 2015 visioning 
um, study that the city of Ellsworth did um, to sort of figure out the direction of the community and what it was that the community wanted from its city. And in that 2015 visioning study, um, one of the really big things that rose to the top again and again and again was the historic downtown, the importance of the river, the importance of um, access to public waterways and to our, a vibrant downtown. Mm-hmm. And so that's why the word vibrant specifically is, is in our mission statement. Wow. And so that community spirit is also being extended to and fostered among young people. Heart of Ellsworth just appointed its first high school student to its board of directors. So what was behind that decision and how has that been going? Yeah, thank you for asking about that. We are super excited to have Darren join our board. Um, I have yet to meet him <laughs> in person, but um, judging by the Facebook posts um, um, and anything that has to do with with digital media, it's one of our probably one of our highest engagement posts um, of the year so far, and we're near the end. So <laughs> I have a feeling it might be. Um, Darren, if you're out there listening, uh, pretty cool. Thank you <laughs> for being so well-liked in the community. Um, but to bring it back to the beginning of your question, um, the reason that this was so important, um, in 2019, the Heart of Ellsworth Board had the distinct honor and resources um, by an anonymous donor through the Maine Community Foundation for us to do a deep dive and first ever strategic planning session. We spent the entire weekend out at the Skudik Institute and um, all board members attended except for one. And um, we were so lucky to be able to hire a facilitator. And during that entire weekend, we combed over everything that we had in the past worked on and everything, of course, in the future that we wanted to touch on. And one of the big things that rose in conversation again and again was about getting youth engagement um, and having a place at the table um, for the youth uh, in Ellsworth. And so it took us a while to get to the finish line um, as it's the intricacies um, of developing a program. Um, But to that, we ended up being able to find a teacher at the Ellsworth High School that was Carrie Cutney, who was able to join our board. And with the help of sort of an insider mind, Mm -hmm. we were able really to organize the program so that the timing was right, the application was the right fit. And we ended up getting, I think, seven or eight students who applied. Wow. So we were actually really excited about the number of students that were interested in the in the program. Yeah. And Darren ended up being the, uh, the, the lead. So that's really great. And I think so important too, uh, just to get an inside look at how those types of meetings are run at a young age and to really understand it, because you know, board meetings, any type of meetings really come up in <laughs> in adult life often yes. and to have a better sense of how things are decided on and how it works will be huge. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we see this really as um, not only an opportunity for the student, as you just outlined, but also it is a huge opportunity um, for me as an executive director to, to grow. Um, and also, of course, for the board and for us to really be making sure that at every meeting there is opportunity and room and for, for Darren to uh, engage. Um, and that's why this student actually is a voting member wow. of the uh, of the board of directors. So Wow. Another Heart of Ellsworth project uh, is going on right across the street from us here at the American. It's the Mural Project. And can you talk about can you talk about the project and the, its status? Sure. Um, so we actually on Monday of this week um, we 
had the uh, the honor of hosting uh, a five member jury um, who went through all of the 17 applications that we received um, for the mural project. Um, we have not announced yet who <laughs> the um, artist is, but the artist has been chosen and the um, artist has accepted uh, with a verbal a verbal offer. And so we will be in December um, announcing, well, I guess it will be the end of November, beginning of December. We will be announcing via um, a press release um, who the artist is and then next steps of the program. But one um, aspect, again, that kind of goes back to student engagement, um, we will be creating a program inside of this program that will, again, have a student aspect that will be offered to Ellsworth High School students who um, are interested in being sort of a a study behind the, the mural artist. And so there will be a formal application that will be put out and any Ellsworth High School student will be eligible to apply and from that we'll pick either three or four students undecided yet um, how many but we'll pick either three or four students to uh, work with the artist to erect the mural on Water Street. And what were um, what was the impetus behind that and and to have that kind of artistic um, project come to come to downtown? Yeah, it's um your your question um is a really insightful question um and it's one of which that I think Heart of Ellsworth really prides itself on. Um Heart of Ellsworth has always sort of looked at the city in its entirety, but specifically downtown through the lens of downtown, I guess I should say, of where are the gaps, what hasn't been done yet, or what currently doesn't exist. And that is how we sort of through the lens that we try to pick where we focus our efforts, what programs we design, um, and sort of what events possibly maybe that, um, you know, that that might need to uh, be created. And the mural project was exactly that. We saw that um, besides um, a few really amazing and wonderful pieces of sculpture that we have here around around our city, uh, even a couple in downtown, um, there were no murals, there was no formal public art um, sort of collective, if you will. Um, And we also ended up um, with a really wonderful offer from Lori Chase, who owns the uh, the Coastal Interiors building. Mm -hmm. And she gifted her wall to us back in 2019. So again... I guess I didn't realize it until now, but 2019 was a really big year for us um, with that strategic plan. And um, it was really uh, foundational for us to have Lori's support. And then from there, the project just grew. And as a lot of your listeners might might know, um, or maybe they don't know, but... um, there is a lot of support because of the pandemic, even prior to the pandemic, but a lot of support out there for public art. And again, mm-hmm. it was just sort of one of those things that Ellsworth didn't have yet. And so mm-hmm. we thought, why not us? Yeah. Well, that will be great. Um, looking forward to getting to, you know, look out the window and see that eventually. Um, let's talk cider and cheese. What is it and how can folks sign up? Sure. Um, this project or event was born out of, uh, again, another community member, uh, Todd Little Siebold, who um, is currently president of the Woodlawn Museum um, and uh, Apple historian, as well as a College of the Atlantic um, history professor. Todd came to us, uh, I guess, again in 2019. <laughs> This is There's very a theme. insightful. I guess there is. I didn't realize it until today. So thank you for bringing that to the uh, to the surface. Um, again, in 2019, Todd came to us and asked us if we would be interested in hosting um, an event that would sort of be focused around Ellsworth's history. 
um, specifically the history of apples here um, in our city. And I didn't really realize that there was any apple history here mm-hmm. in Ellsworth. Um, he informed me that Water Street was sort of kind of in a jokingly way or maybe serious way referred to as Rum Way. Huh. It was at one point in time um, the largest exporter of apples um, on the East Coast, if not col- arguably in the, uni- in the entire United States. Wow. And um, apples would be shipped as far away as England. And in some cases, there's, there's proof to believe that even as far away as China. Wow. So to that, with learning that history, Todd said, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm part of the Maine Organic Farmers and Gardeners Association. There's all of these amazing trees. And Ellsworth had over 24 different working orchards back in the 1800s. And I really think that this history needs to be celebrated. It needs to be talked about. And we need to bring it to the forefront. I said, okay. I said, I think this sounds like a great opportunity. So the first year we did a tasting um, at the former JV Atlantic building. Uh, For two years we did and uh, invited um, apple um, cider makers and cheesemakers from around the state. And um, this year, now fast forward, uh, this is our fourth year. And because of the pandemic, we had to sort of transition the event to be fully online last year in, in 2020. And the cider and cheese tasting bag, which this year contains five cideries and uh, five cheesemakers, um, is for sale uh, on our on our website. Um, those those bags can be can be purchased online, and then folks can come to downtown Ellsworth to to pick them up. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens is once people get the the tasting bag, they then can take the bag home. And that evening, we do a live broadcast um, of the uh, tasting event online, so folks can sort of tune in uh, behind the comfort of um, their home. Uh, TVs or mm-hmm. computers or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, we in, we encourage people to possibly maybe invite some people because the bags are enough of a tasting, generous for four person tasting. Yeah, wow, great. And what is the um, how does the in person market work, and um, where does the talk? come into play there too. Yeah. So Friday evening, we uh, did this last year um, and doing it again this year, we're doing um, a free to the public. Uh, people must pre-register though, so we can send them the Zoom link. Um, pre-register online for a historic talk by Todd Little Siebold uh, about the history of apples here in Ellsworth. Um, so that will be on Friday evening. Um, and folks can visit our website, uh, heartofellsworth.org to pre-register for the free workshop or the free evening talk. And um, then on Saturday, uh, if folks purchase a cider and tasting bag or even just want to venture to downtown Ellsworth um, on Saturday from 10 until 3, um, we will be hosting a slow food market um, on uh, on Franklin Street in, in, uh, in the Merrill Park. And so we're that space was chosen specifically to highlight um, that sort of little gem in our in our downtown. Um, We have two community community members who have spent countless hours over the past three or four years in making that park just a sweet little spot that we all have just kind of known to known and loved. But there are too many people out there in the community that don't know about it. And so we specifically chose that spot because there are two adjacent parking um, lots that we've received permission to host. um, I think we have 
15 vendors this year. Wow. So food producers from all over the state. Yes, a lot of cheese, uh, a few cideries, <laughs> um, but also other uh, handmade foods, um, again, from people from as far away as Western Maine that are coming. And we're excited about the market because we feel like um, it really is kind of hitting uh, a niche um, here in Ellsworth and trying to sort of, a lot of people want to get a foothold in Ellsworth and it's a tough place to break into because there are not a lot of selling opportunities for a Saturday market type of thing. So Mm -hmm. we're hopeful that this will work out well and Mm -hmm. that we will be able to grow it in 2022. Exciting. Lots of exciting things coming up. Um, Switching gears a little bit, you're also getting ready to review applications for the 2021 downtown grants. And those $1,000 grants go to small businesses and entrepreneurs with startup or expansion projects. What kind of growth have you seen coming out of awarding those grants in the past? So last year was our first year, so 2020, and um, we had a total of 4500 to give away. Over the course of um, this this year, uh, in 2021, we were able to um, get together a consortium of um, community banks in the in the Ellsworth region, um, and we have five different community banks that have um, tossed um, money sort of into the pot. And this year, we are excited to announce that we have $11,000 to give away, wow. which is a real significant growth. We're yeah. really proud and really excited um, about the community banks that have stepped up um, to sort of support our entrepreneurs, uh, startups, small businesses, and um, just folks who are in general um, really excited to be here in downtown Ellsworth um, for for business and for economic growth. Um, What we found out too in 2020 that downtown sort of ended up um, faring really well despite the hardships that the pandemic sort of put forth Mm -hmm. um, for, for all of us. We went from um, pretty much in 2016, half of downtown being vacant to by 2020 being 75 to maybe arguably 95% full, Um, meaning the front storefronts Mm -hmm. and the main corridor, meaning Main Street. To that, um, we saw 15 businesses come into downtown this year alone. Wow. Uh, well, I guess I should say between 2020, maybe the second half of 2020 and all of 2021. So within the past, you know, 12, 13 months, mm-hmm. um, those 15 businesses have been really represented, representational of a cross section of different types of businesses. So we have a couple of manufacturing places in downtown now a few new restaurants, uh, a few new shops, specialty shops, um, as well as, you know, service-based industry businesses. So when you sort of collectively think about that cross-section of type of business, that really puts downtown Ellsworth in a place of being or on the road to being a very balanced downtown. Mm -hmm. And to that, um, what we're seeing is is that when we do go to raise money on behalf of um, the business community um, in downtown, we have to do our best to be good stewards of the money as it comes in and how the money gets dispersed on, on the way out. And to that, that means that the middle ground really is us making sure that we're structuring the um, application process each year uniquely to fit wherever it is that these businesses are at. So this year we expanded um, the uh, program itself to really include entrepreneurs and folks who may not have brick and mortar, Mm -hmm. but either have the intention 
of coming to downtown, or maybe they're on the second or third story, or maybe they live in downtown and they have a small business that they're operating off of a laptop. Mm -hmm. The other side of it, too, is, is that we're really trying to use these funds and to use this process as a connection point to these businesses so we can start to pull them into the entire sort of programming, the entrepreneur support programming that we're doing that's part of the National Main Street organization and part of the Main Downtown Center, which is entrepreneurial ecosystem work. So the Downtown Grants program is very much so tied to our Bricks and Clicks program, which is completely explained on our website, as well as our Zoom at Noon program, which is also on our website. Those three programs have formed the um, the, the foundation of our entrepreneurial ecosystem work. Mm-hmm. And I think you mentioned something really important that balance in businesses and how that really does lead to a not just a vibrant community but well-rounded and year-round and yes. some a place where people can get all of their needs <laughs> in one place and i think that that can be overlooked sometimes yeah it can be and we have a distinct um situation here in Ellsworth um, that I hope in the next couple of years we can really start to sort of capitalize on um, that we are at the sort of gate. We are a gateway community to a national park. Mm-hmm. When I say gateway, um, I am using that really in the the sense of the terms that people do have to pass through Ellsworth in order to get to Acadia. Mm-hmm. However, the nuance of that statement also has to be that we are, are not stopping at the fact that we are a gateway. We have to then extend the marketing of our downtown to let folks know that we are a year-round community and that like you said we are balanced, we are we are full, we are vibrant um and that we are ready and energized for folks to come here year-round. Mm-hmm. And that concept and that sort of marketing and that steady stream of that message is what is going to make our downtown a place that is sustainable to attract more businesses to come here because there is still more room for more businesses to uh, to come and, and to set up shop and to be open and servicing um, folks in our community and visitors alike. Absolutely. And so we've talked about a few of your programs, but is there anything else on the horizon for Heart of Ellsworth and how can people get involved or find you or connect? Yeah. So um, to answer your latter question first, um, so on our website, uh, heartofellsworth.org, there is a uh, a tab um, on the top navigation bar that has uh, a, a volunteer tab. And folks can go in there and fill out a volunteer form. And then from there, we make phone calls directly to folks and um, have a nice conversation to kind of figure out what areas of programming or, or whatever it is that we're working on or ideas, you know, mm-hmm. anything that folks want to um, ways to engage is are infinite. Um, and as far as up on the um, horizon, I don't know. We're really working. Um, this this mural project is a, is a big undertaking. Mm-hmm. It is a 3,000 square foot wall. Um, <laughs> and there are programs inside of programs inside of programs. Um, but one other thing, I guess, that I will mention, something that I think a lot of people don't necessarily know that Heart of Ellsworth does, but I think um, we're turning the corner on this. So Heart of Ellsworth does um, the most of the... Um, beautification efforts in our downtown. So not only do we do the flowers on Main Street and on the bridge, but we also do um, the 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 lighting, the holiday lights mm-hmm. um, during the uh, holiday time. Um, and 
So we do those, both of those things pretty much volunteer um, powered um, with community members who uh, help to water and um, do the, uh, the, the plantings are, are done by a local nursery, but, um, and delivered and installed by them. But it's really the community members who come together to uh, make sure that they stay alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, same thing, the, the lights are installed um, by an outside entity, um, but uh, the community members, we have a design committee that makes the choices about what we do light up each year and um, sort of any expansion projects that we are looking to work on in the realm of beautification. Um, And those are foundational programs that actually came from the Downtown Ellsworth Association, which is what Heart of Ellsworth was born out of in 2016. Gotcha. So lots of things going on, lots of ways to participate, and we can start to look for some light soon. Yes. It's an upside to the cold, dark days. Yeah, Yeah, they are up. They have not been turned on yet, but they they will be. And um, we have a special surprise coming um, for the community um, in conjunction with the lights uh, this year that I'll let folks figure out as they drive down Main Street in a few weeks. So So keep your eyes peeled. And um, well, Cara, thanks so much for your time. Thank you so much for putting this together. This is great. What an opportunity for us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the weekly podcast. We'll be taking a holiday break, but we'll be back again with new episodes in January. In the meantime, feel free to listen to some of our previous episodes from our first season. You can find the weekly wherever fine podcasts are downloaded or visit one of our news websites. The weekly is a collaboration between the Ellsworth American Courier Gazette Republican Journal, Camden Herald, and Mount Desert Islander, all powered by Village Soup. If you have a comment or suggestion for someone we should talk to, send us an email at theweekly at villagesoup.com. Until next time.